0: welcome podcasters my name is pixie my journey as a podcaster has been very exciting learning everything i can to make myself better i started having a deep discussion with other podcasters on twitter space every wednesday 12 p.m mountain standard time if you have a podcast or want to start one join the conversation this is project podcast with pixie If you would like to talk about podcasting, this is it. This is the space because we are going to be talking about the beginning stages of having a podcast. Jennifer, welcome back. I have exciting news.
1: Share that exciting news
0: because I am here to receive it. I edited last week Twitter space, and I uploaded it. (laughs) I love this news. Congratulations. So it is live and available with all of the mistakes. Ah, yes. We get wiser every time we do a show, most definitely. So things that I've learned about recording the Twitter spaces is that you really want people to mute their microphone because there is so much feedback and background noise that everybody has. It's pretty exciting, though.
1: Yeah. No, no, no. Here's the deal. One of the things that I always tell folks, and this is common that you hear everyone say, Your first five shows, no matter how hard you've worked at it, no matter how proud you are of it, and you should absolutely be proud of it, are not going to be that great when you you look back on them and when you're at show 20 and show 50, however how do you get to show 20 and show 50 and show 100 unless you do
0: those first five? So I am so proud of you. Way to go. Well, that's not the only thing I was editing last night. We have been editing the YouTube channel for the main podcast. So that's going to go up live as soon as this is over. I've got so many projects going on right now. I am currently uh, editing and getting everything ready for the next move. So all very exciting there's torch there's ladies and gentlemen my name is pixie and this is project podcast with me where i go through the pitfalls and the learning curve of being a podcaster it's very exciting to be able to learn and grow and listen from people who have 25 15 years industry you know as I'm not quite a baby podcaster anymore because I do have several episodes under my belt, but now I'm part of the editing process. Now I'm seeing it from different angles, not just marketing. So I want you guys to join me on this quest for me to learn better and grow and probably help the community all together. Uh, we're going to talk about the pitfalls and the beginning stages of having a podcast. If you are a new podcaster, which I do have Jermaine in here, or you want to make your own podcast, these are the questions that I want us to get into today because it's going to be so much fun. Welcome, everybody. I see lots of wonderful people that I've known for a while, so let's get started. How's everybody doing? Good. Welcome, Chafing Armor. Today's purpose is to talk about starting a podcast in the that some new podcaster might encounter. Let's talk to Albert because he's got his hand up. Go ahead.
2: Hi, Pixie. It's been a dream of mine for a few years now to do podcasting, and I, I really don't know what I'm doing and haven't been able to spend time with it. I've been following you, uh, well, following, I'm not following you, but I have been listening to podcasts and you know, kind of listening and trying to learn. So I'm really excited you're doing this. I hope some of your learning can come off on me. Have a good day.
0: So, Albert, let me ask you a couple of things. If you were to have a podcast, what would you talk about?
2: Well, kind of interested in, uh, well, I, I, I'm a ordained rabbi. I'm really interested in prayer. So I'd probably talk sort of in that, in that area of, you know, I, I just don't really have it cemented down what i would talk about and that's part of the problem
0: no it's a great problem to have so when you first start thinking about starting a podcast you have to have some sort of goal in mind right Let's talk to Chafing and see if he's got any um, insight.
3: Well, I think that I was going to talk about other things, but this is much more important, what he's saying. And what you're saying is uh, you absolutely need a crystal clear premise before you move forward. If you cannot articulate to somebody else in two or three sentences what your podcast is, I mean, I could explain to someone else what, what your podcast is, Pixie, even though I don't do it, because it has a very clear premise, and that is absolutely necessary for going forward. The easiest way to do that is to have a conversation with a friend and chat with them about what you think would be interesting about your skill set. Like being an ordained rabbi is very interesting. And the subject of prayer and spirituality is very interesting. It's far too broad. Talking to someone else will reveal those little insights that will help you narrowly focus on where you want to start with your podcast.
0: To the point of making their podcast as a podcast, I really appreciate that you're here in this space. And for those of you who ask each other as podcasters, how to figure out the questions that we can't answer. Sometimes it does take a little bit more of somebody who has more knowledge on the subject to be able to start something. Albert, I think you have a big Just like Chasing Armor said, you need to niche it down. There's Jennifer. Go ahead. When you're thinking about starting a podcast,
1: there are a lot of considerations. A topic,
0: definitely key.
1: And and you can have multiple ideas for topics, but just start with one. Like baby step your way into it. And so let's say you have five ideas for a podcast. Start with one and use that as your, as your training wheels to kind of learn it. And a lot of times what stops folks from podcasting is... The, the perceived barrier to entry is technology. And so I'll tell you what I what I tell folks that I when I speak up on stage or I talk to clients or I talk in general in spaces like this. There's four levels of podcasting that I have developed an understanding of. And I've been a podcaster for 16 years. Level one is mobile plus apps. You have a smartphone. There's tons of apps out there that you can just hit record and go. And those apps have little intro music and little audience clapping and little you know, little sound effects. And then they've got outro music that you can use within there. Very, very simple, very, very easy, low barrier to entry. You already own your phone. That is your production studio in your pocket. What I will say when you're using a phone is, and just like in anything, but especially here, the room that you're in is going to make the biggest difference. So instead of being in the living room or in the dining room or at the kitchen table or in a huge (laughs) warehouse, how about a small bedroom? You know, How about your walk-in closet if you have one? Because your walk-in closet is your natural sound booth. It doesn't cost you a dime, but I guarantee you that if you record your voice saying, hi, my name is Jennifer and I'm a podcaster, in the living room, or in a big warehouse, and then you go into your walk-in closet and record that same thing just with your phone, nothing fancy, you will hear a marked difference. So be aware of your room space when you're recording in any equipment level, but for sure when you're on your phone. Level two is where you're like, I've got a USB mic, I have a laptop or some computer, and I've got a free software like Audacity or GarageBand if you have a Mac, because that comes with your computer. And you're gonna kind of learn it through. Great, thumbs up. Level three is where you're like, I am all into this podcasting and I am going to build a home studio. Whole other level, right? You're more technically savvy. you have probably been doing this for a little bit and you're really ready to have an actual studio in your home or in your office. Great. Thumbs up. Level four, and I'll tell you that level one and level four are the two places where I typically will find new podcasters gravitate towards. Level four is you have a mission and a message and it's critical that you get it out there you're not techie geeky. You don't want to be techie geeky. You don't want to know anything about software, equipment, editing, anything. You just want to get your message out there. So you work with a podcast producer, whether you go into a studio and sit down and record or whether you work with someone online, a virtual podcast producer, and you sit down, say your piece, that person does all the heavy lifting as far as tech and sound design and getting it up to you know Apple and Google and Spotify and all those places. Those are the four levels of podcasting. If you can identify where you find yourself, it simplifies that tech barrier to entry.
0: Oh, that's fantastic information, Jennifer. Yeah, we all think about these things when we start. We worry that we don't have the best microphones. We don't have the best software and gear. But as a podcaster, you don't need much more than a phone to start. Let's go over and talk to Tony. He's got his hand raised up.
4: Hi Tony V. How's it going? Hi Pixie, I'm doing well. Thank you. I'm I'm so pleased that I could participate. I'm uh, I am headed out to the boonies here so for in a little in a little while I'll have to switch over to just listening cuz I'm not sure I have the bandwidth. I just wanted to share just for the record for anyone thinking about starting a podcast, something that I think to consider is your workflow and I guess specifically how much time you you're going to spend actually you know, creating each episode. I was just in a Twitter thread within the last couple of days amongst podcasters. Someone had asked, you know, how time do you spend editing your show? And I was really, really surprised at the answers. I think the average uh, for a one-hour show, the average was something like uh, they were spending four hours editing a one hour show. And I just want to kind of plant a seed just because I you know, I have a an approach that's fairly different and it could help some newbie. I think I think that time commitment could prove to be too much for some beginners. I don't edit at all. So I record just live into my into my system. So for example, this morning's show was an hour long show and it was already up in Spotify and and Apple, etc. You know about a half hour after I recorded live. So, you know, I would just say put some thought into, you know, what your workflow is going to look like. You don't have to have it all worked out in the beginning, but just try to pay attention to that over time so that you can uh, have a podcast that's sustainable.
0: So, as a new podcaster editing, I definitely thought about not editing any of the project podcasts. Chasing, what do you think?
3: Well, I am very passionate about editing, and I definitely fall into that category of spends four hours editing a one-hour podcast I, because I, 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 just, I really like it, and I like the way it sounds afterwards. But what I, I want to agree with, Tony, is that you are creating your podcast, and you control the kind of podcast you do. The first two podcasts that I did were single voice, just me, It had, I did edit them very minimal. It was about, you know, they were about 30 minute shows. I spent about 30 minutes editing because that's the kind of podcast I was making. Now I have a multi-track with sound effects and music and heavily edited and, you know, voice alteration. That's incredibly detailed, but that was my choice. And so you, when you're creating your podcast, think to yourself, like, what am I going to do? What am I going to need to do to make this the finished product that I'll be proud of and decide whether or not that's worth it to you.
0: I can tell you that last week we recorded the in the Twitter space for two hours. I hit down to an hour and 19 minutes. I didn't take out all the ums and ands. I did shorten a lot of my long pauses because now I'm seeing exactly what my my co-host says is where I stop and I think about every single thing that I do. And it's kind of interesting to be able to be on the flip side. Now I have given myself a whole week to edit this new podcast and I'm not just doing uh, Twitter spaces. I'm also doing video as well to to add on to it. So I'm trying to add a lot of value to this new thing that I've built. And I find it very interesting. Let's talk to Torch real quick. How's it going?
5: I am great. How are you?
0: Fantastic. So you're moving away from using Podbean and you're jumping more into the the Twitter space arena. How is that different than starting a new podcast?
5: With Podbean, you have the ability to go live with your podcast. Spotify has that as well called The Green Room, which I'm going to start to, to utilize their live platform as well. But for me personally speaking, it, it has been the wisest move I, I could have made using this because I'm I'm gaining more of an organic following. It's easier for me to control the space as well being a host versus Podbean's platform because you see a lot of comments that come in when you're on Podbean Live and it's very distracting. But here in Twitter it's to to really just have an organic conversation, people engaged and keep the Twitter space uh, at a respectable level. So for that gentleman, Albert, uh, in my opinion, I would say maybe start using Twitter spaces if you're not really nervous to, quote-unquote, just be and speak, and let your podcast maybe develop off of that. Don't think too hard about it. Be like Nike, just do it.
0: Yes. Uh, Albert, I can attest to, to Torch's saying sometimes you just have to jump in. You know the premise of what you want to talk about. I would kind of focus it down on helping younger generation, you know, reaching out to people, giving them life lessons, telling them stories in a way that helps you guide yourself while you're guiding us. It's a very thing to be able to create a podcast because you're building your following. If you can talk about what you love to talk about, other people are going to listen. There's plenty of people in this room that have a wealth of information. Yeah,
5: I definitely agree with you, Pixie. There's a lot of greatness here in the room. And as my mommy would say, if she was still alive in the physical form, there's no such thing as a, as a dumb question. So, you know, to me, Albert, uh, definitely, brother, dive in. I mean, you know, definitely have some type of premise that you want to go off on. But if you listen to my podcast, The Crow Show, I do not have a quote-unquote niche. Niche, Have you said that. My podcast is, is based on... Everything that, that is taboo to talk about at the dinner table in a nutshell. Point blank. So, brother, just go for it, Albert. No, go for it. Somebody needs to hear your message. That is the bottom line. Even if it's one person, someone needs to hear it.
0: So, Jermaine, I saw that you had your hand up. Jermaine's a, thinking about doing a sports podcast with, his, with your cousin or with your brother, Jermaine? Uh, with my brother. What question do you have?
6: So um, my question is about episode length. Like a lot of time, I know a lot of time, you guys mentioned that a lot of time is taking, it takes a lot of time to edit podcasts. Is there like a length that you stick to? I know some 30 minutes, an hour, but let's say we just have something that we wanted to discuss real quick and it's five, 10 minutes. Should I still release that as an episode or should I just like try to piece together those segments into a, log- a longer episode?
1: Go ahead, Jennifer. Something to consider is is length, right? Everybody always says, what's the right length of a podcast? And the right length is the amount of information that you want to share with your audience. So it could be something like a micro podcast, one to three minutes. It could be a nugget podcast, five to 10 minutes. It could be a commuter podcast, 20 to 30 minutes. Or it could be long form, right? 45 minutes plus. And I can tell you, I listen to podcasts in that entire range and the three-hour podcast that I listen to twice a week isn't long enough. The 12-minute podcast that I listen to is just perfect because it depends on what that host has to say. It depends on that show flow. It depends on a lot of things. So don't feel intimidated that there's got to be a right you know, n- length. It's going to be right for you, and it's going to be right for your audience, and you're going to train your audience on what that is, and they will come to expect that.
0: I completely agree. We kind of just get into things and and jump into them. But you have to remember the time. Like when Jennifer was talking about, if you're just recording from your phone or you're meeting up with all of these other people that are going to help you produce your podcast, you need to know what works for you. If it's taking you four hours, like Chafing said, you need to be able to work that time into your schedule.
3: I just wanted to for you to think about when you're recording as far as workflow is one that came up earlier is if you are recording a shorter podcast when I recorded my shorter podcast one of them tended to be more like 15 minutes I would record four at once because again it was single voice so I when I had a quiet moment when I could record I would knock out four and get it done. When we record Chafing Armor, it requires coordinating schedules with five human beings. So we always, if we can, record two back-to-back because it's so much easier to do that than to try to schedule two different nights to do two different episodes. And so uh, really planning that workflow in your mind of, of how many you could do at once can really help. The other area of that is it lets you plan ahead. My podcast is always scheduled ahead of time. Now the downside to that is it takes away your ability to be spontaneous. If you want if you're a podcast that's talking about important breaking news, you really can't do that. If you're, you know, and D podcast like Chafing Armor, you can schedule it ahead just fine.
5: I, I definitely want to second what Jennifer said as well, Jermaine. I have some segments on my podcast called Pretty Thug where I poke fun at myself, but I'm I'm kind of doing it in, in, in the craziest way. Probably takes me tw- tw- uh, two minutes and twenty seconds at best. However, like like Jennifer said. If if I'm able to make someone laugh within those two minutes and 20 seconds, make someone smile, make someone, then that podcast or that episode, pardon me, served its purpose. So brother, don't worry about the time, If it's five minutes, so be it. Don't clip it together. Release it. Let it be, you know, easy peasy.
0: We also tend to add like everything in the kitchen sink into an episode. We kind of want to like, oh, this would be great. This would be great. This would be great. Kind of keep it if you're doing a longer format. Keep it to three subjects. So thre- three different parts, but they're the same. So if it's, let's say it's, it's bass fishing, right? You're going to do something like the trails. You're going to talk about gear. You're going to talk about what you did. So as long as you have the same things in your podcast, and, and once you move off of a subject, let it be, just talk about it until you're done and then let it be. And there's nothing wrong with editing out something that doesn't flow. Go ahead, Jermaine.
6: No, thank you. That's been, uh, that's very helpful. Because my next question is about like repurposing the content. So the premise of this podcast is called Brotherly Hoops. And it's me and my brother talking about things in the NBA. And our spin on it is the fact that we both play um, video games. So NBA 2K is the biggest video game out for the NBA. So the premise is that two brothers that are disagreeing on basketball takes and then end of the week, Friday or Saturday, we'll be streaming Game of 2K on his Twitch channel. I already know that I'm going to lose because I'm bad at it, but that's the premise of the show. But I've already like grabbed the social media handles and I'm trying to figure out a way to grow an audience before putting out that first episode. I came up with Friday 5, which is like hashtag where we'll... Talk about five things that we both like, like top five foods at a game day, top five fun facts about each other. And I want to know am I doing too much to create the buzz before my first episode? Because I kind of think I might be setting myself up for failure with having Instagram, Twitter, and all these other places to push out content.
0: I absolutely love it. Don't wait too long. I love your titles for your new podcast. I love what you're thinking about doing. You just need to start recording and doing it. If it's too much, Scale it back. How do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time, right? So, if right now all you can manage is Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, just stick to those main three until you're ready to move on to something else. If that's too much, scale that back. If posting, if you can realistically post once a day for your podcast, that's better than not posting at all. So, do what you can without overstressing yourself. Remember, having a podcast is supposed to be fun and you're just starting. I love the premise of your podcast. I think it's great. Brotherly hoops. It's fantastic. You should do a little bit more practice so eventually you can beat your brother. I think that would be great.
5: <laughs> and and be- before chafing, because he has his hand raised really fast here, Jermaine, just to, just to really, really emphasize what I've what I've learned since actually being in Twitter spaces and, and linking up with Pixie, engagement, engagement, engagement. Um, I checked my analytics yesterday, and for 45 tweets, I, I have 16,900 tweet impressions off of 40s. Engagement, 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 engagement. You have a very dynamic audience that is waiting for you. You engage engage with them talk shit you know um i'll kick your ass in 2k i'll, I'll kick your ass in, in madden you know like build up that type of true engagement so people know that you're not just trying to clout chase especially right now um that's all i really want to add on to that sorry check i didn't mean to step in there
3: not at all i i love everything you just said about engagement and what i wanted to say about social media engagement is it is so very important what is so critical is that you are not just promoting your podcast Imagine if you went to a social gathering and like a guy walks up to you and just starts telling you about his job and does nothing else. You'd be like, please shut up. Please stop talking to me. And I'm not saying you're doing this. It's just a warning. Uh, There's a wonderful book by Gary Vaynerchuk called Jab, Jab, Right Hook. And the bottom line is most of your content should be enjoyable, should be engaging, should be fun, which I, I like the way you're thinking with a lot of this. And then that right hook is you coming in and going, oh, and by the way, here's my podcast. You can check it out if you like this kind of thing. People will go to your social media if it's fun, if it's engaging, if it gives them that dopamine hit. And it needs to be conformed to that social media. You don't post, uh, occasionally you do, but for the most part, you don't post the same thing on Twitter as you do on Instagram because they're different formats. And just think about what people want. If you're on Instagram, people want a picture, you know, whereas on Twitter, they they also like pictures, but they they want text as well. Just think about what's going to engage people who would be interested in your content.
0: Yes, like the shit talking that Torch is talking about. That would be great. And you you could even take it a step further if you're going to, let's say, have somebody on your podcast. You've been losing streak. You get somebody in and you could be like, I'm tagging in. Let's say I'm pegging in Torch and he's instead of me playing this round, Torch is going to play this round and he's going to play against you. And you can you can use it that as an opener. You can use it as an icebreaker. You can use that sort of your own niche to bring people in to see how you're doing.
5: Just don't kick my ass now, Jermaine. If, if you, know, you get me on 2K or, or Madden, I don't, don't embarrass the old man.
0: I think any of this stuff is helping you out
2: um, yeah i'm still here uh, yeah I, I found it illuminating and uh, good things to think about with the workflow you know i'm probably gonna be more of a shotgun type podcaster where i just you know put it up there and let it let it let it ride
5: Dude, those are the best uh that, that that shoot straight from the hip type of podcast well i'm gonna say they're the best to me those those are the the most raw podcast. Shoot that motherfucker straight from the hip. Love it.
0: So Jermaine, do you have any other questions for, for this lovely audience?
6: I have a ton. I feel like I'm in a panel discussion and I want to pick everybody's brain. Thank you so much. I'm here taking notes on all these helpful tips. Um, my next question will be about how do you cook collaboration with like other podcasts or like bringing on guests? If you are so primarily, the podcast would be me and my brother. We're thinking about trying to find someone that could moderate because, you know, talking sports can get kind of heated, but how would you suggest or what is your experience when you, talk to some about like, a different podcast that are, you're in the same industry and you're like, Hey, we should do something and combine our audiences and see how that works.
0: Abigail from the manic pixie weirdo. Go ahead.
7: Thank you. Vixie, for letting me uh, speak. Uh, hi, Jermaine. Uh, so I have a lot of guests on my shows. The best way, honestly, that I have found to get guests for your shows is either through social media, especially the Twitter community. They're always so great at like coming up with people. Uh, if. Like if it's not you, like if you don't want to be a guest, like most people know of other people that are willing to be guests and like that are really good guests. So that's a really good tool. I also use, it's called Podmatch and it's like, it, it'll it give you guests. And then there's also podcastguest.com. Sign up. It's Both of those are free to sign up. Um, And you basically just go in and t- like fill out like a form that says like where, like what your podcast is, what it's about what you want to talk about, those kinds of things. Um, And it'll like, they'll give you email updates every, uh, twice every week. And they'll send you like people that, you know, would be a good fit for your podcast, um, anything like that. So those are, those were super helpful for me, you know, at the very beginning as well.
3: Uh, And I just want to say you're thinking along the right lines. One of the best ways to grow your podcast is other podcasts that have similar listeners to you. It's mutually beneficial. Most people are very interested in doing it. I agree with Manic, sorry, that social media is the best way to do that. But I'll do also consider if you know anyone else who has a podcast, that, that's what I did one time. I've had several guests come on. The thing to think is make it as easy for them as possible. Tell them, don't say like, oh, we can do anything you want. I mean, you can do that, but tell they would prefer you to say, This is exactly what I would like you to do because they want to know, they want to understand. Uh, I've had people ask me to come on there and I I swear to you right up until the moment I started recording, I could not get from them exactly what they wanted from me. So be very specific. Tell exactly what you need. Tell them exactly what equipment they will need. If they're going to need to record on their end, you need to make sure that they have that. Or if you're going to record their audio, you need to make sure that you, can do that technically the very important thing is when that podcast is coming out share with them a very easy to share link go to bit.ly if you need to and shorten the link but give them the link so that they can share it with
5: their listeners yeah, i definitely agree with you chafing and jermaine i, I just have to say especially because my little bro king is in here with with, with our squad the take flight squad Jermaine, bro, we we have argued, we have cried, we have cussed each other out during the fucking episode. And I didn't pull that out. I wanted people to hear that because then you come back the next episode, we're like a, a normal family again. And I want people to understand and hear that so they can know that we are real. We do bicker. We do disagree. We might fall out temporarily. However, what, what family, what siblings, what cousins, you know, don't, have those type of fallout so if you have a moderator i don't know it 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 may it may not come across as organic as it is as it should be especially in the world of gaming because i know back in the day me me and my boys i mean we would fight over madden you know placing bets with each other talking hella shit and it was funny you know you start playing the dozens like it it, it just turned comical so I, i don't know if i would necessarily include a moderator and what abigail said dude that perfect she reached out to me to to be a guest on her podcast i'm easy peasy i don't necessarily have any type of uh what's the word i'm looking for Fuck. basically you can ask me anything i'm, I'm an oak, but you will have some guests who you know especially if they have a career that they don't want to jeopardize they may not be as transparent as someone like i am so you know also picking your your guests is going to be very very important for you as well Pretty much about all I can add on to it that I can think of right now.
7: Just wanted to say one more thing. Um, so I kind of have an open invitation on my and if you are, Jermaine, anybody really is welcome to come on and talk. I have a pretty open platform. My podcast is pretty open and we talk about pretty much anything. If you even like as pre-promotion for your show with your brother, y'all are welcome to come on my show. We can talk all things gaming. We can talk sports. We can talk whatever you want to talk about. So I just kind of wanted to put that open invitation
0: out there. That is such a good thing to get your feet wet.
6: I'll just say, do it,
5: brother. Go ahead,
0: (laughs) Jeremy. Yeah, do it. Go ahead.
6: (laughs) Thank you again for all these tips. And I'll definitely, I believe I've followed everyone here. So I will be um, sending you guys some messages to follow up on some of the um, information that you shared.
0: I always say this because I feel like it has to be said. You don't have to go on everybody's podcast. If you listen to somebody else's podcast, which you should before you go on there and you feel like it's not going to be a good fit, give yourself the way out. That way you don't have to go on there. You just say, hey, let me listen to your podcast before I agree to come on your show. That way I know it's a proper fit. And then and talking into something like politics or a gotcha move, because me as a a spicy content creator, sometimes uh, certain people's podcasts they just don't fit with what I have to say. I do like to join people on their podcast. It's just sometimes you've got to make sure that it's the right fit. I love what the Manic Pixie Weirdo is doing. That is a great opportunity for everyone to join. She is so wonderful, so sweet. And it's it's all about making connections and telling a good story.
5: I definitely agree with you. Abigail, when she, uh, I don't like to say interview. I, I'm not a fan of that word because it's not a fucking job. I'm not being interrogated. So when, when her and I had a conversation about, you know, my my growing up in Chicago and, and me banging and a lot of the dumb shit I did, it was a conversation. Abigail and I, I think we both learned things that, that we didn't even know that, that really had nothing to do with me growing up uh, and and so forth and so on. It, w- it was an organic conversation. And those to me are the best to be a, a guest on someone's podcast where I'm taking away some very valuable tools to help me grow as a man. Um, and that's hard. That's hard to get people like Podcast Father, people like Pixie. You know, it's, it's hard to it's hard to really, really get these type of awesome podcast hosts who know how to let you be you. That is a very, very tough task. I'm, I'm, I'm still learning, but that is a tough task to do. And if you can just learn from such greats as as, as Pixie, as as Abigail, Chafing as well, I've, I've heard his. Of course, Cinematic Sound Radio, obviously. Uh, Jeff, um, 85 Shem. You already have it. You just need to find how to put it all together. So we're honored to have you here. You know, smart man to be here.
0: Yeah, take this opportunity to ask all kinds of questions. This is a deep discussion from other podcasters on how to help one another. I see the BKS, and let's talk. Jermaine, why don't you give us another sweet, sweet question?
6: Awesome. So my next question would be about format. I know, I'm sure when you guys sit down to record an episode, you have some talking points or your segments planned out. Would you say that, you know, podcasts are scripted or are they more of a free-flowing conversation kind of like what we're doing right now?
5: That depends on you in my opinion. I'm not one for scripts. I've tried and literally there's some episodes you can hear me balling up the paper and tossing that fucker because I go by energy. That's not for everybody, you know. There's some people, some podcasts I've I've listened to, as well as my little bro King has listened to, which we will be coming out with a our little thing where we are going to review a lot of podcasts. Dude, I, there's some people I'm like, damn, like that motherfucker laid that script out, but I couldn't do that. That's not my mindset. So it's really what whatever you feel is best. I don't know if you really want to be scripted when it comes to the gaming community. However, it may work for you. So I, I think you'll 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 find as you as you go along. In my opinion,
8: um, hey guys, this is Brandon from the BK. Some of you know me, some of you don't. Pixie, we've been doing this. Been hopping in your room for I think as long as you've had them up. <laughs> I'm always here. I'm no expert. We're a show. That has been around for um, six, seven months. We are making our grand return tomorrow after being off for about a month and a half due to the birth of uh, my second child. So I had to take some time off to uh, acclimate my, my beautiful son into this world, you know, bond with him and stuff like that. So we are so excited to get back to it tomorrow as it pertains to jermaine's question where with scripts we don't script there's three of them we don't script because one of one of us is, is kind of against scripting and that's kevin because he wanted to he wants the show to be organic but at the same time i counter him with we need to be organized as well the thing about it is so we came to a com- conclusion that we would have bullet points. Through the bullet points, we would uh, make sure that we would hit those topics, and we also wanted to work on it in a timely manner. Scripts can help you not ramble on for three hours, just kind of like a like a, a bullet point, a list of things that you want to hit uh, by a certain time. So we've tried this format where we're trying to have our episodes, and, and we've worked on them. You go to our show, and you see our first season into our second season. We've really cut back on our time and that's because of the organization of our show. So now we try to say okay, so uh, 15 minutes for this topic, 15 minutes for that topic, 15 minutes for another, and then, you know, between the both between the three of us, we try to fit everything we can in a way that doesn't seem rushed. So, uh it, it's all about transitions, right? So you want to get your transitions in there uh, the right way. So what I'll do in in our later episodes, you'll see, is I kind of uh, moderate, and so I will use a question to lead us into the next thing. So, uh, all right, guys, you know, so let me ask, you know, such and such and such and such, and that's how we kind of transition from one to another instead of being so you know blatant about it. Okay, we're done talking about this. Now let's talk about that. Um, sometimes people like that, but I find that it's it's better to have a a smooth transition because I I think it just makes the flow better. Yeah. As it was said already, it's really, it all depends on the show. And if you're working with multiple people, like I am it all, you know, you have to take everybody's opinions into and feelings into account, which is hard when you're working with a group. Uh, and, and, and then the other thing working with a group, you have to make sure that, you know, there's not one dominant person. If you're working with a group to make sure that everybody has a equal share and in what they're saying, and, and have equal time and not over talk each other. And there's a, there's a whole lot of dynamics, you know, and I envy those sometimes who are solo. Because solo you can you can do whatever you want. You say whatever you want, uh and, and the floor is yours. I think it just makes it more dynamic when you're speaking with friends and you learn to listen in those in those circumstances. You actually learn to listen to somebody and what they're saying because you have to hold your tongue and you have to let that part have the floor. And you can rebuttal if you want or, or agree. But working with a group has definitely helped me improve my listening skills, which is they weren't always the best. <laughs> but, um, you know, but as, as far as script goes, yes, uh, it all, it. I, I feel organize your show. If you're doing gaming, organize it, you know, really uh, go for the points that you really, because like I said, not everybody has three hours to listen to a podcast. Some people do. Some people don't. And we would get, when I'd always go on Twitter, how can we improve our show? The, the number one thing was always time. And so we're, we really tried to get it down to an hour. Now we're going to aim for 45 minutes Uh because time is precious. And we understand that. Some people say, oh, time's not that big of a deal. Well, can be. And, and it can also determine the success of your show. You see the half hour shows, the 45 minute shows, they get more plays. They get more plays. There, you know, more people talk about it. More people share. Oh, it's only a half hour. Oh, it's only a half hour. Okay, I want to listen. It all depends. But there was, there was, there was a good question. I, I, that the scripts are are all up to you.
3: So I have listened to scripted shows, and some of them are just stunningly beautiful. And I, I often will write a cold opening for my show that is scripted, and that takes a lot of time. Uh, if you are writing a screenplay, you should have, account for one page per minute. So imagine a 30-minute show. That's 30 pages you need to write every single episode, minimum. And that is a tremendous amount of work. I do not recommend it. If you have a segment that you want to write because you really have something you want to say, like maybe you have a skit or something that you want to do, like a, a quick thing, then by all means, go for it. But what he said before, I want to I want to echo is an outline, bullet points. I recommend that you create a document that you reuse every time because it will give your brain that format to put things in. These are the games we're going to talk about. These are the names of the relevant people. If you're the kind of show that talks about, you know, creators or things like that, you want to be able to have those at your fingertips. And uh, that those are the things that will make your show feel very professional without you
5: having to put hours and hours into prep. You know, and, and the BKS, my man said it perfectly. <laughs> Lord knows I'm I'm not the greatest listener, and I apologize for the for the background noise momentarily. Joining up with my with, with my squad, our squad, it really has helped me become a better listener, a much better host, because he's right. You have to you have to really consider their input, their being the people on your squad. You have to. So it, it gives you all the chance to to really listen to each other, receive each other, be open and receptive. And and each of us on our squad, we have our own podcast platforms. Um, we make sure to keep that sense of indiv- individuality, but then we also have our collusion when it comes to the Take Flight squad. So I, I definitely think that you and your brother creating your podcast together will bring you two closer, hopefully, hopefully but it will also allow you both to be better host slash co-host.
0: Oh, yeah. I, I completely agree. I am a chaotic cat, and my poor co-host, Mr. J, who is down in this room, he is very scripted. He he brings a notebook, he brings pen and paper, he is prepared with notes, and I'm just like, let's wing it. One, now there'll be a message on my phone. But since I've been learning how to edit, and I've been watching myself on the the new video that's basically coming out, I'm seeing all of these weird little things that I'm doing. And it's, it's helping with my diction. It's helping with being prepared for the podcast episode before we go and record because I'm recording three different days. So I've got three different modes of, of me that I have to be in right now. It's podcasting mode on Friday. It's nerd mode on Sunday. It's the stripper mode, right? So be, be okay with like, becoming who you want to be and that you have somebody to talk to i mean we we started our podcast because it was so lonely it just kind of works out now i get to spend all of this time with a good friend of mine for hours during the week
5: you know you, you said it so so perfectly kimberly michael king who's here listening as well They'll give me shit and, and they tease me because they know I'm I'm often late for our Thursday Thursday uh, uh episode, which will be back this Thursday. Man, they give me shit. Like they're like, yo, you always late. But I, I also am like Mr. J. I do have my notebook, you have my pen. I believe taking notes is so imperative. Jermaine, definitely you're asking all the right questions. You're in the right space. You know, I, I I really think that you just need to do it, brother. Just get started, man. Just get started.
0: Jermaine, what other questions? We love, we are loving questions you have. These are fantastic things that people need to know. So if you have any more questions, let's roll on to the next one.
6: Yeah, I love it, dude. Uh, at this time, I don't have any more questions. I'm sure I'll come up with one or two others um, while you guys continue to talk. But again, I just want to thank every, each and every one of you guys for sharing your expertise with me. And it's been very helpful.
5: Can I ask you a question? Really fast? Sure. Your your podcast that you will be starting very soon, is it going to be pretty much every gaming system or will it be just PS5 or Xbox? One, I think I don't know. I might be showing my age here. Do you kind of have uh, an idea in mind as to how you you're going to navigate? Like, like where are you at in the process of, of starting?
6: So right now, the way we have a setup is we're thinking about doing it twice a week, where um the basketball portion of the podcast will be released on Tuesdays, meaning you know game, highlighting games from the weekend talking about our predictions, you know, standings and what teams we think are doing well, what teams we think are going to surprise a few people. And then, you know, if we disagree, we're going to set up a weekly game on PS5 over the weekends on like a Friday or Saturday night where people can chime in and watch us play a game or challenge us to a game on PS5. Part of the, you know, some of the content I hope is going to come from the audience that we tend to build. We kind of want to do like a fantasy basketball league or do some type of polls where we can gain, you know, things from the audience and have them be part of the show. Because I think sports is about bringing people together. And that's something that me and my brother love. And to your point, the idea for this podcast was for us to spend more time together. And since when we are hanging out, we're playing video games, cracking jokes. We kind of just want to show that to the world and see what can come from it.
5: I actually would love to hear you and your brother go at it. You know, I think that would, prov- like I said earlier, I think that provides that sense of authenticity too. You know, I, I'd much rather, I'd much, I'd much rather know like you all are so transparent and so authentic with yourselves that hell, you know, if you kick your brother's ass in, in a game of, of, of 2K, shit, he gonna be pissed. I think people want to hear that so they can relate.
0: BKS, I saw your uh, microphone flutter. What did you have to add?
8: Oh yeah, I mean, I, I think, I mean, both, both, both points are, are valid. I just think that, you know, you could try both ways, right? And podcasting is uh trial and error. Is it not? We want to, we want to we wanna see, so you, you could see how the competitive edge uh, translates to your audience. or you could see how the simulation translates to your audience. It's when you first start, it's all about finding your way, right? So maybe you guys don't feel like playing against each other one time that you're recording. So you throw on a simulation. What happened? Maybe you guys do feel like playing, you know, and, and seeing how that goes, you know, don't, Limit yourself in the beginning. Once you find your groove, once you find your niche, I think that's, that's when you kind of go along with that formula. Remember, formulas can get stale. So you got to switch it up every once in a while. You don't want to be the same, the same show all the time because, what, yes, that might be comforting to your initial fan base. I, was saying, I know what to, what to expect. But in order to draw in more listeners and and to be the talk of the town, you gotta do something different sometimes. You know what I mean? One episode, host a tournament. You know what I mean? And see what happened. You know? Oh man, you know, get real authentic reactions and things like that. I think that would be something that's, you know, really, really amazing, you know. So, um, you have so many avenues, so many venues to to go down and don't don't limit yourself at first. You know, with my podcast, good pods labeled us as comedy and we didn't even think we were funny. You know, and that's where you found our, our we were like, well, how, how do comedy? You know what I mean? So it, it just, just go for it. Just go for it. You, you, at the end of the day, it's your decision and your brother's decision. All the advice in the world, you take it or, or you don't. But remember, you're doing this with your brother to get closer to develop that bond and at the end of the day fans and no fans blow up or not that's the most important thing that you're doing right now
5: that tournament idea is a great idea man that that will bring you so much engagement organic engagement as well because the audience that that is part of that tournament you're you're making them a part of your podcast you, you know like that you're making them feel inclusive it doesn't get any better than that that tournament idea that's a motherfucking that's a dope
0: idea bro Yes. Just being real and raw with your engaging audience. That's what everybody's really looking for. We're looking for that are going to spark, you know, the reason why they come back, the reason why they're listening. And Jermaine, you just gotta start. We we're gonna push you and push you until you start because I feel like right here in this audience, we wanna see you from the community standpoint. We want to see you succeed.
8: Greatest thing about this community. Remember that everybody in this community, for the most part, you'll run across some frauds every once in a while, and, and frauds are every, apples are everywhere, right? So don't so don't think that this is like you know a, a utopia by any means, by any stretch of the imagination. You might even be, get at odds, you know, during a space with someone else, you know, as long as you keep it respectful and, and stuff like that. It happened, right? But this is a, a great community. I, I have in this uh, in these spaces. Um, not only have I uh, gained so many followers, but I've, you know, talked to quite a few people and gotten ideas from people. The community is, is very, very, very important, you know, especially when you're just trying to do anything with a podcast. You're going to find people who are in the same space as you, uh, same niche as you, and they're going to trade. You're going to tr- want to talk to those people and trade back and forth and back and forth ideas. And that is so important to, you know, really, really important. To foster in the community, I give back to the community as much as I can, even with a newborn. Uh, I will jump on spaces right now. I, if I could show you, my newborn is asleep in my arms, but here I am I'm talking because I feel like I'm young in this. But when I listen, I learn so much. And it's because community wants us to learn from each other. You know what I mean? So always be here when you can. Reach out when you can. Don't be afraid to ask questions. Don't be afraid to, you know, you won't be left looking stupid. Uh, even the simplest of questions that can be answered. Don't don't worry about that. This community is is here for you. Be there in return for them, and the return for you is is tenfold. It's it's amazing.
0: Are we pressuring you too much?
6: No, um, I'm feeling like supported. Um, that similar to what you were saying about eating an elephant. This has seemed like such a challenge for me, and I've been thinking about this for a long time. And I would say, thanks to once you first launched project with Pixie, um, uh, project podcast with Pixie, I think I was in maybe the first or second room, and it went from being overwhelming to me, like, okay, I just need to concentrate and focus. And today, you guys are telling me to just go ahead and record that first episode. I might do it this afternoon. Tell my brother to like meet us, <laughs> meet us, meet at Grandma. Record my um. Question would be about uh, the bio, Twitter bios, right? And podcasts, like how do you guys promote promote it? Is it, because like right now, this is just something for me and my brother to get closer and I want it to keep, to stay authentic, right? But should I like automatically start promoting it and going crazy on my personal page? Like, hey, check this out and push people towards it or should I just have that, let that happen organically?
0: What I want you to do, if you're going to get your brother together and you're going to go over to your grandma's house, start simple, sit down with him, grab some paper, grab a whole bunch of pens, maybe get some drinks and, and hook up the video game and sit down and be like, Hey, what are your expectations for this? And be real with each other. If you say, I can only spend 30 minutes talking about sports. There's your realistic expectations, right? You're going to sit down. You're going to get a game plan together. You're going to sort of get a, a notebook of thoughts and ideas. That way you can plan out everything. That way it's not overwhelming. If you can say, we're going to record two times a week, cool. How long are you going to, You guys want to record for? How long are you guys going to play video game? What's the main focus before you start? And then you can kind of hit record. You can even hit record as you're planning everything out, right? You can say, hey guys, listen in. While we try to figure it out together for the podcast, you can put that out. You put that out as why don't you see what you like, see, play it back. You can learn how to edit from that first initial recording and sort of dip your toes into things and get ready for it.
5: Don't be afraid. You know, Pixie said something that that, that I was actually going to suggest, which is set your phone up to record. Set it down and just do what it do, man. Like don't even like act like you don't even pay attention to 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 your phone recording. Just so you all can kind of hear yourselves in action before anything and then you can go back and say okay well let's let's talk about that let's not talk about that let's do this let's not do that this way you kind of have a, a, a template to go off of man this shit ain't ain't rocket science dude i think people get so hung up over the simplicity of having a conversation be it with a friend be it with a sibling parent what have you see of having a conversation is so fucking undervalued right now and some people try so hard to complicate that rather than just go with the flow and talk and if you can handle being in, in this Twitter space, <laughs> with all these great podcasters, dude, yeah, you, you'll be okay, man. You'll definitely be all right, bro. We'll just don't overcomplicate it.
0: It's real easy to make things complicated, right? You need to do all of these things. You're like, oh, I got this great idea. Oh, I want to do this. Start simple, hit record, and, and just listen to yourselves because that kind of takes that edge off. It's going to take you a thousand hours to get good at anything, so- you're on uh hour zero. If you can just keep working at it, eventually it gets better. Like I said, I'm only a year into it and I feel like like I'm moving in the in the right direction. Everything feels good when I chat with my co-host, when I record an episode. Things just sort of fall into whether I felt it was a good interview or whether I didn't have my stuff together, it's still feels like it's moving in the right direction so that's what you need to do is just start recording
8: uh if i may uh real fast um yeah all of that is sound the question i i think was do i start marketing the podcast immediately honestly um we did uh and and I, I'm pretty much in charge of that, as Pixie knows. I have been in many spaces complaining about the lack of effort sometimes from my two co-hosts about you know promoting the thing, the podcast. But basically, uh, I do the promoting. But I don't. At first, I, I kind of went hardcore to the point I kind of burned myself out. You don't want to do that. You don't want to burn yourself out because then you're not going to, you're not going to want to, if you, if you start looking at it as a chore or a labor or a job, then you're going to start losing your your passion for it. Go ahead and make a a video. I I also learned that when people see you, I do this thing where I will do like a a Twitter video, like a live one where they'll see me and I'll kind of do a, you know, rundown of the week, what, what they connect and they'll see it coming from my mouth. What they can expect And that's kind of like How one tool That I use to Promo Somebody like, is B From the BKS show and This week We're gonna Talk about the, it's, it, no, This week It's the return We haven't been around For a while And this is what You can expect to hear Yada 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 This is where You can expect this is when you expect the, the episode to be released. Always check out our link tree, da, da, da. You know, it, it kind of like a commercial, right? But you can see me do it. And uh, then I'll make little videos and, you know, the community will retweet them and things like that. So the marketing aspect, it, it, it takes a bit of creative, too. Uh, you have to have a creative mind because you have to figure out who you're going to reach and how you're going to reach them. But take it slow. You know, take it slow. Don't. I, I would recommend not to do what I did, which was, you know, go full force into it. Maybe just let every just let family know that you're doing it. Hey, guys, you know, we're going to do this. And then, you know, after a few weeks and then maybe try branch family to like the community. Hey, guys, you know, and, and take it slow. Don't don't burn yourself out because Lord knows I did that. And I almost quit because I was fed up with my, my co-host. They didn't want to, they weren't, I felt they weren't putting that much effort into promoting it when really they were just taking it slow and I was being an adrenaline and junkie and just you know taking it too fast you know so there's with uh marketing be careful with them
0: i push so hard on everybody to make sure things get done and uh, i need to take that approach where i need to back off People sometimes because I have been known to, okay, here it is. I'm really excited. This is going to be the best episode ever. I even talk faster when I get excited about an an idea or something that I'm building. So, yeah, you're completely right that some people are just at a different level sometimes when it comes to marketing, when it comes to editing. If you feel like somebody in your group may not be doing or they're overdoing something say something have some sort of communication with your co-host or you're going to be like torch and his and you guys are just going to knock down drag out right there in the episode <laughs> right torch? that's
5: the best way that's the best way to do it man listen bro i have, I have a street mentality you know i was, I was born and raised in chicago I've done a lot of shit in the streets, man. To me, if you're gonna market yourself, go through other people. What do I mean by that? Prime exam podcast, father. He's listening. I didn't I didn't clout chase him. However, he blessed me up by doing intros with him. That's a that's a big bless up. So now anyone that goes to hear any of his episodes, they hear me on there. So when Jeff is, is is marketing those episodes that I'm on, that also is marketing for me that I don't have to do. Don't overcomplicate the process, man. Shit is like street one-on-one. That's it. You know, because you're going to find yourself, especially if you're just starting off, dude, you don't have, not have the sources. You might not have the creative mindset. You might not have a lot of things that you'll try to compare yourself with other people and you will lose your motherfucking edge and you will lose your, your, your creative juice that you already had flowing. For the podcast because you're so fixated on damn that person's marketing skills are, are are off the chain or that person's promoting skills are off the chain like you know i wouldn't really worry too much about that right now i mean i do all my own cover art all that shit, but i have the time to do that you might not have two hours you know, I just did someone's bio day before last and it took me six hours sitting in front of the computer with this this musical artist. You might not have the time to do all these those creative things, bro. So I really wouldn't focus on how can I market myself before the episode drops as much as simply saying, be on the lookout for such and such podcast and and. You know, maybe, maybe something so simple as a snippet from you and your brother talking shit to each other. Just go at it easy, man. Um, Don't try to sell. Don't try to sell yourself is, is, is what I'm saying. Don't try to sell yourself. If you have a good product, again, this, this is the street mentality. If you have a good product, people will come and get that product. Bottom line.
9: Can I jump in here, Pixie?
0: Absolutely. Go for it.
9: Hey, this is Mike from uh, There's a Better Podcast. And I got to say, I kind of jumped in kind of late. Sorry, I had a meeting. This comes down to goal setting for me. What is your goal? If your goal is to have fun with your brother and produce content with your brother, a lot of this stuff will kind of figure its way out as you go through If we're being totally honest here, I think everybody's being a little modest here. (laughs) Everything in this industry is a pitfall. None of us know what we're doing. (laughs) All of it's a mess, but it's a fantastic mess. It's a beautiful mess of figuring out things as you're going away. Like I found out so much about this industry in our last six months, and it's so exciting. It's so fun. It's so frustrating at the same time, but it's so rewarding once you get to that point as well. I would just, to be honest, man, I would just record and just see what you have there. And a lot of times you'll find things when you're listening back, you're like, okay, I can market these couple pieces right here. These are really good things here. Or like, this didn't work right here, but let's try to expand upon this idea. Like, once you just get one thing out there, just put one thing, you don't even have to release it. Just re-listen back to it. Do not get rid of it because you can use that in your Patreon and they wanted everybody wants to know behind the scenes and how it all began. Do not rid of it. Even if you don't want to release it, keep it and you can uh, use it later on.
8: Oh, I want to say that was amazing. I, I love everything you just said. That, that was absolutely brilliant. Thank you for bringing me back down to earth. Uh, because that was that, that, that was an amazing thing. Also, speaking to the brilliance of the podcast, Father, I see you. Thank you for everything that you have done for my podcast. Thank you for recommending us on Good Pods when we were active. You have been such a blessing to us. And, uh, you know, thank you. If any, it, it, all of you, all of you. Um. Oh, Aaron, Aaron, I see you listening. You always shout us out every single time somebody's looking for podcast recommendations we're always there so i just have to say thank you to pixie i have to say thank you to the podcast father i have to say thank you to Aaron because y'all have been instrumental in everything that uh and how we've grown and and how we've learned and um so jermaine you got the right people right now you got the right people remember that and always reach out to them I have fatherly duties to attend to. My newborn is hungry, so I will be getting out of here. It was nice meeting all of you, and I hope that we can follow each other and talk to each other and develop a relationship. Hit us up, BKS Show, and then I run the account. Pixie, as always, thank you very
10: much. I'm out of here.
0: Thank you, Brandon, for sharing your time with us. Welcome, Jeff, the podcast father.
10: Brett, listening on the computer again.
11: No, no, I made it live this time.
10: Uh, oh, your speaker. Okay, cool. Sorry, I'm not looking down at my phone. But hey, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. I don't have a script. Bks there just knocked it out of the park on his out on his outro. I'll say I don't have anything that good, but I'm glad to be here. Yes, yes, sir. So, so we're talking with Jermaine. He wants to. So, what did, were you thinking about? Sorry, I've been in and off conference calls. What were you thinking about starting a podcast about?
6: Um, so the name of the podcast is Brotherly. Ho- um, me and my brother will be discussing uh, the NBA um, predictions, picking on and highlighting key games that we watch um, from the fan perspective. And there is an added interactive component where we'll be playing NBA 2K against one another on his Twitch stream. So that's kind of like
10: what the premise of this show is. Awesome. Love it. I love basketball. I love the NBA. Who's your Who's your favorite team? Who's your brother's favorite team?
6: So I'm from, we are both from New York. I'm a Brooklyn Nets fan and I was a, I was a Nets fan since they were in New Jersey. <laughs> and my brother is a Los Angeles Lakers fan. So, and he's been a Lakers fan since the Kobe days. So it's kind of one of the situations where both of these teams are now super teams and they're on a collision course to the finals. I think We are text messaging and, you know, interacting throughout the day about our different basketball takes. He's on one side, I'm on the other. And I feel like a podcast would be a perfect platform to talk about not only that, but also the NBA as a whole, because I would say the bubble season in 2020 really re-excited NBA because it was so exciting and it went right back to us,
10: general basketball. I'm right there with you. I agree. The NBA has had a big comeback the last couple of years and I'm excited, excited as well. So I think what you could do, man, uh, my advice is always just try to get some content recorded and see how the chemistry and see how much you can actually talk about and how long you can talk about it. Why not jump on there and talk about, you know, some of the going into this you know, the preseason just started, but some of that, some predictions for your team, some moves they made in the offseason. And then, like I said, predictions on how they're going to do. Just see how long you can lay it out and, and then what you've got and go from there. Because there's nothing wrong with, and my big thing is always to try to, if you do roll this podcast out, it's going to be great if you have a little bit of extra content you can drop in the beginning. Because if people like it, then they'll have more. They're not, you know, waiting and going off of one thing. So, it, you know, statistically speaking, that's always a good thing. So I think you guys should just try to talk about basketball. You know, talk about the NBA, talk about the preseason this season. Everything I just said. See how long and how much and how good the conversation goes, and then I think you'll know.
0: Welcome, King.
10: For allowing me on.
12: Um, you're hearing a lot of good advice. Um, because I'm also, I mean, I kind of already sort of started podcasting, um, but just in the, in the midst of getting my own personal podcast off the ground, um. And uh, so a lot of the advice I've been giving to Jermaine, I've been taking to heart, you know what I'm saying, uh, myself. Um, but just speaking to experience, I just want to chime in and say, uh, but like, I just want to reiterate the fact that, man, just do it, dive in, um, where I, where I kind of had to push myself to eventually get my first episodes recorded with the podcast I did with my wife. And then also my own individual podcast as well. So, in terms of scripting and non-scripting, me personally, I feel like if you if you have a rapport with with the person that you're that you're um, co-hosting with, you might not necessarily need to script. the script. The bullet points might work best because you guys you'll feed naturally because you guys y'all have that chemistry. Um, and then if you don't have that chemistry, or if you're just solo, then you know scripting would probably help. In that regard, because I know when I did my own solo episode, I kind of had a small little script that I was kind of trying to adhere to, um, which helped me out a lot. So that's just my little, small little tip of advice from somebody who's only probably done like two or three episodes. But yeah, man, Jermaine, just dive in and and make it happen, brother.
0: King, can I ask you, uh, what is your solo project about? And how did you come across uh, wanting to do your own project away from Torch?
12: Well, initially, I started a podcast with my wife. We met through that on Anchor. He actually tuned into our episode, and that's how we met. He 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 really he really liked what he was hearing, and he, he talked to my wife initially. And then, you know, we so he wanted to interview us, and we did that. And then me and him just we developed a bond, and we've been like brothers ever since. But what made me I talk a lot of shit. (laughs) Um, I have a lot of crazy ideas, and then it's just things that I'm a a huge fanboy of a lot of things: anime, sci-fi, sports, and I be wanting to talk about those things. Sometimes I feel like I have points. I have a point of view um, that I don't
9: hear.
12: That I want to start sharing that point of view with the world.
0: How many, uh, have you physically released your episodes yet? I know you've recorded two, but have you released anything?
12: Yeah, um, I do have a few episodes, the Tentatively Untitled podcast. I should have one or two episodes on there. Um, That's my solo project. And then the Melanated by Design with my wife, we should have a few episodes on there as well. I know they're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. And a few other um podcast uh platforms
5: i have to I have to add that king <laughs> the best thing I, he, he could have told me was listen i'm not trying to be a, a baby torch or a torch junior and i was like yo i don't want you to be either a lot of people don't know i go to king for a lot of advice um not just for for my podcast but him and i i mean we we talk check up on each other regularly I mean you know th- th- this man is brilliant, so a lot of the a lot of the back end you know, hey, I run this idea past you, Hey, what do you think of this? Hey, should I do this? It goes through him and and to be able to have that type of bond, it is such a rarity and 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 I support the fact that he's like, yo, I want to step out and do my own, and I'm like, hell, yeah, you know let's let's support that let's 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 build that up because that is important. I don't want someone to quote unquote mirror me.' Just like I'm not gonna mirror King because he's him, I am me, hopefully I'm saying that correctly um so I love 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 that 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 he understands the dynamic of I want to create my own greatness and still create a, a collective greatness as a part of the take Flight squad, so y'all gotta y'all gotta check him out y'all gotta check him out
0: as somebody who relies heavily on her co-host uh mr. J. He he holds stuff down when I am crazy. It, it's really nice to be able be able to have a team of people to work with to bounce ideas off of, because sometimes Pixie gets these wild hairs up her butt. And I was like, I really want to do this and I really want to do this. And I really how can we make this happen? And sometimes my co-host has to go, hey, whoa, I thought we agreed we would do that next season. I thought we would agree, we agreed that we would try this and it wasn't going to be, it's sort of, it's sort of nice to have somebody grounded in reality, right guys? Because sometimes you don't, we all don't see exactly how hard everybody works at their podcast and to be able to support each other in this community is just like having somebody you can call or message there in the background to say, Hey, was I wrong on this? Hey, can I get a little bit more eyes on this project? I message Torch all of the time. I've asked him for opinions on things that I couldn't a good answer because sometimes I don't have all of the answers. So for you guys to be able to rely on each other, Jermaine, for you to be able to rely on your brother, that's going to make the podcasting so much better for you guys. And it helps me because I can come in here open up a room and be like, Hey guys, does this idea sound stupid? And you guys would be like, eh, it's not the direction I would go. And but you guys don't you guys don't belittle me. You guys don't you treat me as one of the peers. And that's what this sort of project is. That's what is this deep discussion is. And you guys are just fantastic to be able to have this resource and talk to one another.
5: I really agree with you, Pixie. Grounded is the perfect word. <laughs> and I'm chuckling because I'm thinking of some of the times I reached out to King, especially when I was getting trolled on Podbean and, and, and like the street mentality really, really kicked in. He's like, like, bro, you can't go about it that way. Like, You still have to keep in mind what you're building, what we're building. Candid, to be very candid, King is the reason why I transitioned from Podbean to Twitter space because he told me. He was like, we've outgrown Podbean, bro. Like, you, you blew that shit out the water. He's like, you need a, a, a bigger dynamic and a, and, a, and a way to reach a wider audience. Lo and behold, Twitter Space has been providing that. So having that support system off of your podcast is going to be vital for your success. Um, and I think that, you know, King probably doesn't really understand or maybe he does understand how, how pivotal he has been since him and I have met, but you know, and I, and I don't try to big up people just because like, I, I really mean what I say. Like he has kept me so grounded. The, the, the strategic moves he, he has suggested, they have all panned out in the right way to benefit, not just myself, but to benefit our squad. And, and people know, I don't, I don't try to take accolades and make them all about me because I feel like without my squad, I I wouldn't be where I am right now. Um, I know it, I get that I have a lot to do with success, but I, but I really do mean it when I say my squad, like without them, man, I I really don't know where the hell I would be. So Jermaine, make sure just to, to really use that support system from, from your brother. Cause it sounds like you two already have a great relationship, but don't be afraid, man, to have a falling out. Like, like King and I, we, we fell out on a couple of episodes and you know what I'm saying? mean we're so bipolar with the shit the next day, acting like nothing never happened. dissolved. Any issues because we talk it out, you know. We don't just cuss each other out and say "fuck you, fuck you" and then let it be. We really talk and come to a, a an understanding with each other. So, Pixie, you said it perfectly. Grounded.
12: Thank you, bro, for trying to make me sound like the Phil Jackson of this podcast shit, bro. But uh honestly, truthfully, man, it just it wasn't so much. I I really feel like I just was just seeing well the direction things was already going. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like I just was like, oh, this is the next step way beforehand. I, I I just felt like it was going that way. I was looking at your analytics. I was going off and then I'm looking at Podbean and I'm like, okay, well if you subtract all of the of religious podcasts that's foreign and you think about the American or the the, the the audience that we have, the majority, and we got them coming in every week, you know, going into other shows. You know, peeping what's going on in other shows. I'm like, okay, so we're one of the top shows on this platform right now, so, you know, subtracting all the, the various religious shows. And I'm like, going off these metrics, I'm like, we're not going to be able to, if you, you became one of the big fish in a small pond. So it, it just, the writing was on the wall of me. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, we need to go somewhere else with this because if we really want, you know, the Crow Show to grow and be seen by more people, we got to be, we gonna have to be on a platform that's going to allow that to happen. And so it just made sense to to, to go from there. And it wasn't even so much, I mean, you was already saying it, you just didn't know you were saying it. So I just went on and just said it. You know what I'm saying? So that's pretty much how that went down. It's opened me up. I've never really been a real social, friendly person, especially the strangers, especially talking about personal stuff and things going on in my life. So just being a part of the Take Flight Squad and doing things like these Twitter spaces and stuff like that it really has opened me up and allowed me to to grow as an individual and become a better person because I have these these natural conversations even when you have disagreements in the midst of them like like y'all were saying like it teaches you how to listen and and when you really listen you really start to see things from other people's points of view and even if you don't disagree with it from just being able to see it from their point of view point of view you can understand it. But because you're not walking in their shoes, you still don't really, you know, grasp it or, or would go that route yourself because everybody different. But it just it, it 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 teaches you to be humble. It, it, it allows you to step outside of your own personal ego. And that's what I that's what I that's what I'm going to love about podcasting. So I won't tell anybody to do it because it's if you don't have money for a therapist or anything like that, like you did, it, it can be your therapy. It can save your life. And I know it has saved lives just from the different shows that we had so uh, anybody listening even J- Jermaine to anybody else it's it's a, it's a beautiful thing and you see that's what I'm talking about see that's why I can go to that man cuz
5: I don't sound that 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 <laughs> that brilliant when it comes to 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 Perry. Yeah. but, but not, now you all see why I go to him <laughs> shit
0: <laughs> Jermaine do you have any other questions for this beautiful podcast audience here i am a
6: lot of questions i just want to like once again thank everybody for lending me their wisdom and i look to support your projects and i hope you guys can follow along
13: and i'd say too you know there there's a wonderful community here and as you're going along if you've got questions i would say at least for me feel free to reach out i'm always happy to you know lend an ear and a suggestion here and there and I'd be uh, willing bottom that most everybody else in this group would do about the same for
14: you. Yeah, Jermaine, I'm sorry, Pixie. I'm, I'm all right to jump on. Uh, if you've got any questions, I'm in England, so I'm up at a completely opposite time from you. So it's, if you're up, you're up in the morning. You need to ask a question. It's night here, and I'm always available to answer questions as well. I mean, we're not the best, but we we get on. Me and my son do our do our little thing, and we speak about sports as well. So. If you ever want to chat about sports with us, we're here. And on King, that therapy thing, it's a, it is the best therapy. I have sat on this podcast with my son and read out my notes out of my Samsung notes folder. I've been like in deep, deep debt about looking after him because he's got autism and that and being unaware. Like I'm thinking I'm on my own. And then one day we just did a podcast. We did, a, we did an episode and I just laid it all out. So I made him listen to it. And... He told me the things that he was worried about and what made him be anxious and stuff like that, and then we sort of like figured it out from there. So it is way cheaper than therapy, unless you get too obsessed with it and start buying loads of gadgets like I've done. Uh, but yeah, King, Torch, Pixie, Jermaine, everyone. If you need to speak to anyone, just give us a shout. And we're always there. Thank you.
0: You guys are wonderful, and there—that's what this community is just. You guys don't even know. I am almost done, completely done with Facebook because of how it is. And this has really been something that has helped me. Not only me, but um, Mr. J is in this room. He has said that it's been helping him reach out, communicate with other people who are in like mind. King, I think you and Torch really need, even Nerd Talk, need to get with Mr. J. He wants to have more of these deep discussions even he wants to do more nerdy deep discussions so his schedule is a little different than everybody else's but if you guys could reach out be part of the community bring him in he is totally down uh he might not jump up on the stage every time but he is a fantastic person to be able to talk to and a great resource so i am so happy to have you guys in here Anybody who would like to jump up and have some final thoughts about, you know, the community or podcasting pitfalls, now is the time.
15: Hey, Pixie, it's uh, Film Jerk here.
0: Welcome, Film Jerk.
15: Hi. So uh, first off, I wanted to throw something out to King, uh, the Tentatively Podcast. I think you've already got a great name for the podcast. Just call it King. Simple, clean, boss. I think that's a would be a great name for your podcast. And for those of you who have uh, just started doing podcasts or thinking about it, I've been doing it for a little over now. My number one piece of advice would be to script out or bullet, at least bullet point what you're going to talk about and just do a test episode for yourself and a couple of friends and get initial feedback. Listen to that test episode multiple times for sound quality, for the way that you speak, and just Rely on your own instincts of what you know, what you want to talk about, because you're going to be your biggest critic, but you're also going to be your biggest supporter. And that's all I wanted to say. Thank you so much.
11: Hey, yeah, thanks. I just wanted to say, Jermaine, I think BKS was dropping some wisdom earlier in terms of, for me, the most important thing is is really doing it for yourselves. Um, I'm quite new to the podcasting business. I'm in between season one and two, so I've only got seven episodes down. Um, but I've been blogging for many years and it's the same thing that if, if you're trying to do it for someone else or you're trying to guess about the audio, get trapped in that. But if it's a passion project and it's stuff you enjoy, and I love I love your title, I love the premise for it. Um, I'm more of a cricket guy than a basketball guy, but the premise of of two brothers with opposing teams talking their way to the finals is a phenomenal idea. And I think if you guys are interested in it and if you, if you just do it, you, you're likely going to have that connection already. Then if you build That they will come kind of vibe. But it really, the the heart of it for me is always like if you're not doing it for yourself, then then it's it's yeah, then then you lose out. And I just want to thank um Pixie and Torch and everyone in this room, but just for these spaces that you're creating. I know I sat on one for 45 minutes trying to speak through my computer a week or two ago, but I figured out um the the loveliness of of being on your phone and actually having a voice. Um, And maybe just one comment question that I can throw in at the end um, in terms of scripting, because for season one, I had bullet points. And for season two, we're planning now somehow I'm three episodes in and they are fully scripted. And I don't really know how that happened. But for me, the one thing I'm thinking a benefit of that could be um that I was having a conversation with a, a deaf or hard of hearing guy on Twitter. And the idea of having um transcripts, um transcripted episodes, the idea of a bullet pointed episode to go back later and listen to it and try and write down the transcript feels overwhelming. But I'm thinking that an advantage of, of having these episodes scripted is that I can easily have the dialogue um written on the screen for people of who are hard of hearing to actually join in and i'd I'd love I think to plan one episode to to be that, but now I might actually be able to make this whole second season more attainable to more people, so I don't know if you have any thoughts on that
0: well, I would love to be able to well have everything transcripted for my podcast It's such a valuable resource. Google loves text right so if you can your website up and running and you could basically have all of the written words of every single word that you've ever spoken cast google's going to eat that up and bring out more analytics so when somebody searches your podcast your podcast is going to be right up there at the top that's it's a great idea
5: and and before uh ratchet book club dad dads and, and lads pod speaks i do want to also point out cuz i've heard several people not not in this space but like in, in Prior comments where, you know, they're like, man, I'm looking to become successful, make a lot of money. And I laugh because I'm like, podcasting to me is, is like professional sports. The top 1% may make it and get paid. And that's it. So make sure you're doing this for your passion because you won't you won't make no money from podcasting like people think. I mean, I, I've, I've been blessed to make a few coins. I've been blessed to have a feature in an international magazine my first year of podcasting. I didn't pay for it. It was very organic, nor did I get paid from that. But at least I have something that's published say, yep, that's me. But just make sure you do not lose sight of it's your passion and don't chase
14: the coin.
0: All right, dads and lads and then Ratchet Book Club and then Cinematic Sound. (laughs) Oh, and then Nerd Talk.
14: Yeah, thanks, Pixie. I just wanted to echo what they said before about uh, thanking you for having these spaces. I I don't regularly speak. but you're normally on as I'm getting in bed so I do listen uh, quite a lot but I just wanted to say thank you they they are a great space and also what what Torch was just saying then about don't be chasing the money because there is no money to be made I see people posting all the time oh I've got this or we're on Patreon and I think the Patreon sort of thing will probably work if you've already got a massive following but it's just me and my lad in our conservatory talking about what he's done at college and uh, what he's going to do next week or and what sports we've watched and what we've done. Nobody wants to pay to listen to us do that. So we it's just a, like a passion. And every week I think, oh, this will be the last one. They don't want what I do anymore. And I've just uploaded episode 69 and he, then he's saying, oh, we go to New York, can we take the podcast equipment with us? So yeah, he's, he's obviously wanting to do this until at least February because he wants to record a podcast from our hotel in New York. But just once again, thank you. And uh, I do keep listening, and I will keep listening.
16: So, um, hi, I'm Derek. I'm tired. The thing is about Patreon, you can have two listeners, and they both be Patreon members if you ask them to support you. Your listeners want to support you. That It is what it is. If your listeners are there with you, that's your tribe. That's your village. And they want to support. They love what you're doing. Don't discount yourself or your worth because it doesn't fit into – the world of what other people use for not because I've seen all types of stuff get huge support through Patreon and your show, you and your son honestly talking will get support. You can't yourself based on what you think you're worth. I can't tell myself what I'm worth. That's what my village is for. That's what my friends are for. And that's what I was going to say. Make sure while we're talking, yeah. uh, King and Torch have a great relationship and, Pixie and Mr. J, they, their co-hosts, they have a great relationship. I got to tell y'all, not everybody who starts off in your corner is going to end up there. Some people are just there to make sure that you're Reposting their show, that you're patting them on the back, that you're telling them they're okay. And as soon as your show reaches the level that they don't want it to reach, all of a sudden your friend will become your worst enemy. So don't expose too much of your game to everybody. Don't expose too much of your future to everybody. Let them walk with you, but don't let them walk ahead of you. Don't let them think that they owe that you owe them something. Don't let them think that they're better than you. Don't let them think anything other than the fact that y'all are in this at the same time, because not everybody's on the same road. What you need to do. Is make sure that you are in this with the confidence in yourself that you are doing this because you're the best person that you've ever heard on the motherfucking mic. Real talk, you have to have that confidence because if you don't have that confidence that you're the best person on the mic, then you're gonna look at the next person and be like, why can't I be like them? And that's a waste of your time. That's a waste of your listeners' time, and they don't want all one person's style is not the next person. So while everybody's saying come out with a script and everything, that's that's beautiful. I stopped using scripts like. Four years into my podcast because my guests kept talking and they wanted to talk about other things. So we incorporated that. I wanted to talk about other things. My mind flows in a million different directions. So you can use a script as a blueprint, but if it goes off that blueprint, it's okay. You know, you got to be able to be open to the idea of you being open and honest with what you're feeling on that day. So if you stop the script, so then you can break down and cry because something happened in your family or in your life and it strikes you with an emotional moment, your listeners will feel that so much more than if you say, I'm feeling something, but I got to stick to the script. And you being open and honest with your listeners will make them want to support you with Patreon money. I tell my listeners all the time, look, The book that I just fucking read was horrible. Y'all owe me for this. You owe me. Real talk. Pay me. Because I'm reading for you. So you pay me so I don't have to pay for these stupid ass books. And they do. It's whatever you want to tell them that they understand and that they appreciate your honesty that they will want to support you. I tell you right now, if I was listening to your show, I've got, there's people in my family who have autism all over the spectrum. And I will listen to your show. And I would support your show just because I know what you are, the work you are putting in to put out this beautiful work and people need to hear it. So don't discount yourself ever again. I swear to God, it is such a waste of time. I've been through depression episodes. I've been through episodes where I couldn't get mad, where I couldn't cry, where I didn't have the energy to even get out the bed. And you know what? I still did the show. And I told my listeners, this is where I'm at. This is where I am right now and y'all can walk with me through this path while I climb back out of this hole. And they appreciated me a hundred times more. I got more uh, responses from me being honest than I, did, than, I, than I ever did when I scripted stuff. So that's what I would say. Be honest with your listeners. Don't trust everybody in the podcasting world. Do not. It's a trap. It's a trap. Some people just want to stand on your back and call themselves tall. As long as you stick to yourself, and you find your little tribe and you go with that, you should be just fine. And I'm looking forward to hearing your next episode, Dad, because when y'all make it to New York, that's going to be dope as fuck. I'm out, Pete.
14: Yeah, thank you for that. That was uh, quite deep. And I, but it's uh, It's true, true what you're saying. We shouldn't, nobody should limit themselves. And yeah, we've, me and Sean have had full-blown arguments on episodes and somebody said, did you realize you and Sean just had a row? And I was like, yeah, well, that's what we had to do because he wasn't listening. And he'd done things that week that I'd asked him not to do. And that's where we seem to air our griev— not air our grievances now, but we just chat about it. And he's learned now that if we speak about it on the podcast, it's because we want other people to understand that it isn't, they're not on their own dealing with a child or a person with learning difficulties or they're not on their own at all. They, everyone, lots of people struggle. Lots of people are single parents. Lots of people are single parents with disabled children. And it's a, and it's a minefield trying to get the things that you need. The help that you need and sometimes the help that you need is just somewhere to speak about it or someone to speak about it to who isn't really involved, so not me mum or me dad. Just, you know, strangers on the internet, I suppose, and people who I don't even know all over the world listening. But thanks for that, uh, Ratchet Book Club. And I'm going to check out your podcast as well. But, yeah, I'll check out everyone's podcast, really. I always I follow everyone when I get on these spaces. I follow everyone who's on them normally. You should so check, can check out. My shit's fucking dope. <laughs> I know. I know. You just told me. <laughs> you just told me. Yeah. But yeah, the New York episode when he, when we go there, that's not till February. It's going to be cold as fuck. Uh, but we're going to be there, and that's, that's what he wants to do. We have got a hotel in Times Square, so he wants to record a podcast and film Times Square. I think and put it all together. That's going to be magical. I'm looking forward to it.
0: The, I love how supportive all of we all of you guys are. This is fantastic. Cinematic sound. You have had your hand up forever, and then we're going to go to nerd talk, and then we'll close up the room.
13: Yeah, this is uh, Eric from Cinematic Sound. I I just want to go back to scripts for just a minute, because I attack my show in a completely different way. Now, I'm not sure how many podcasts here follow an investigative journalism-type show, or whether they're telling... A specific story or a history of something or whether it's a uh, true crime or you know something along the lines of uh of, of npr where it is important to have a script now if you are just a conversational type of program yes bullet points are super important just to make sure that you are organized and you know you, you're able to know what's going to be on the program but for me and even though I've done this for 25 years, I am a horrible ad-libber. And I am honestly right now as nervous as I ever was talking to you guys because I am just going off cuff. And I actually wrote a few notes here just so I know that what I want to talk about. But I do a different type of show than probably most of you. Um, my program is dedicated to the music of film, television, and video games, but for me to be comfortable in front of the microphone, I need to script out every single word I say, and that just makes me comfortable because I know that I am giving my listeners the facts, the proper facts that I want them to consume. And I do a ton of research before each show, and I do write close to three to 4,000 words a program. Some people might think that's excessive, but again, that's just my comfort zone. Now, when I am on other shows and it's more of a conversational program or it's uh, somebody's interviewing me, um, I try to be as authentic as possible in a conversational way but I am still overly prepared the amount of notes I have on my desk while I'm in an interview it's absolutely insane so if I know I'm going to be on a show next week I am going to research whatever I can on that very topic and have it at you know my arm's reach in case I need to talk about a specific point in a movie or talk about a piece of music that I know that what I'm saying is the absolute truth and I'm not searching For answers, but that's just me and the type of program that I do. Again, for someone who has been on radio and doing the podcasting, and we're all broadcasting out to the world, it is every time I put myself out there, uh, I am so incredibly nervous and anxious. And the only way I can combat that is by scripting. But then again, that's what I do. And that's the type of program that I produce. So if you are in the kind of conversational podcast zone or you guys are just talking to each other or interviewing, you don't need to script the program. I tried that once in on another podcast that I did and it came out flat and unfunny, where it was to be energetic and funny. And so we scra- scrapped the script and we just went off the cough. But that was great for that show. But as I said, for what I need it for, I cannot go. And write, or sorry, and produce a program without having everything written for me. So I, I hope that makes sense. And I mean, I come from it from the, from another side compared to uh, some of you here, but I, I hope that helped a, a bit.
0: Eric, I have to tell you, I have I didn't know that you had to be so prepared. You always sound effortlessly, even even in these spaces. You never fumble your words. you you You're always kind and gracious and you and you have so much knowledge and I kind of like hearing and talking to you because of how much stuff you've been through, and that you do still have agitations to being in a room talking to people. I think that that's a testament to how good you are as a podcaster to be willing to just open yourself up and talk in these space. So I applaud you, Eric. This is great.
13: Yeah, it's broadcasting is really interesting because I am deathly afraid of talking in front of a giant group. Like if you put me on the stage and I had talked to a thousand people right now, uh, it, it, that would be uh, enough for me to absolutely freak out and have a complete nervous br- breakdown. But when I was uh, in college and I took broadcast journalism, it was amazing how comfortable I was When I had to do, let's say, the news, Um, you know, the college would put on news programs every day. And if I was one of the anchors, I had 20, 30 people in the studio with me. But the moment that I looked right at the camera, the whole room seemed to just go dark and it was just me and the camera. And that felt really, really comfortable and soothing for some reason. And I was able to read the teleprompter and there was no problem even though I knew that that broadcast was going out and you know thousands of people were going to see it. And so that's the attitude I present when I was on the radio as well, when I was on FM presenting to hundreds of thousands of people in within the city and then it being streamed around the world. And even with podcasting now, it's just me and the mic. And I imagine that there is only one listener. And I always talk to that one listener. The Again, the biggest problem with me is just getting over the hump of um making sure that I have all the information that I need. And sometimes all that information gets jumbled up in my brain and and I, I'll stumble and I, I can't get it out. And I just want to make sure that if my listeners are or that one listener is listening for a specific point that what I'm saying is absolutely accurate. But then again, that could be the journalist in me coming out. That's kind of the way I attack uh, broadcasting.
0: Very cool. Let's talk to Nerd Talk and then wrap up the podcast.
15: I
9: just wanted to say the the most important thing I've gotten everyone telling Jermaine this time is uh, just do it.
8: Just get it done. Record that first episode. It's you and your brother. And when I was going to start ours with the, the, my co-host, we were going to start it with a completely different co-host. And unfortunately, they passed. And we didn't get that to come, but time is limited. So you got your brother now, you got a phone recorded and just do it. That's it.
12: Thank y'all for listening.
0: Jermaine, I want to thank you for being here and being willing to listen to all of us. Ask you questions about your podcast. Answer your questions for your podcast. A great little space. I want to thank everybody that has been spending the time. we have. It is available now on Apple and Spotify. So if you missed last week's episode where we were talking about meaningful engagement, go back there, click on it, give it a listen. Um, some of the conversation in this uh, project podcast won't be released just because I'm going to learn how I'm learning how to edit as we go. So hopefully the the episodes will keep getting better. The conversations there we have such good content. You guys are fantastic. And I want to thank you, each and every one of you, for being part of this show and this deep creation. Thank you for listening to this episode of Project Podcast with Pixie. I want to invite you every Wednesday, 12 p.m., Mountain Standard Time. If you have a podcast or want to start one, join the conversation. Follow me on Twitter, Pixie, at Next on Stage one See you soon, guys.